Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. the Carolina Hurricanes and if you missed out on what was an unbelievable run by the Edmonton Oilers during the 1980s for some of you you fell in love with the Oilers as a result of that uh, somewhat unsuspected Stanley Cup run that culminated uh, with a game six victory at home four nothing on the heels of a Fernando Pisani overtime goal shorthanded in game five before the Oilers ultimately fell uh, to the Hurricanes in game number seven as Carolina finished it off with an empty netter. But it was a special time, and two organizations that seemingly will always be linked as a result of that year. Uh, Carolina, a little bit of unsuspected to be making that type of run. The Oilers, a massive underdogs in their opening round series against Ken Holland and Mike Babcock's Detroit Red Wings, which finished first overall uh, in the standings that year. Oilers and Hurricanes tonight. And it should be a beauty here at Rogers Place. Bob Stoffer joining you from Ice District. And this is Oilers Now, brought to you by World of Spas. Aching after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. We will tell you uh, we've got a, a lot to this show today. No question about it. Edmonton Oilers and the Carolina Hurricanes. The Hurricanes, many people think, have the best team in the National Hockey League. One of the best-built teams. You can make a strong argument that Carolina's got the best top four in the entire NHL. The offseason addition of Brett Burns. Uh, They're loaded up front. Maybe have the top underrated center in the entire National Hockey League. A guy that has just lit the Oilers up, Sebastian Ajo who's got nine goals and 17 points in 10 games against Edmonton. This has not been a good matchup for the Oilers. They stole a game 
out of uh, Carolina a couple of years ago, just before we got shut down from the pandemic, on a Josh Archibald overtime winner. Uh, that was uh, during a run where the Oilers did not have Connor McDavid. Last year, Edmonton played one of their best road games of the year in Carolina. The problem was they went up against Freddie Anderson. The Hurricanes ultimately won that game 2-1. Anderson against the Oilers, 17-1-2, a 2.16 goals against average, a 9.28 save percentage. It will not be an easy matchup tonight. Here's what we have coming for you. We'll get to our top story momentarily. Uh, we will tell you that Louis DeBrus for GCL Diesel at 1235. Don Waddell, who once served as Ken Holland's assistant GM in uh, Detroit, uh, is the general manager of the Hurricanes. He will join us at 105 today and at 135, John Shannon for our friends at Legacy Heating and Cooling. Here's how you get hold of us. And I'm going to ask you point blank. Was the 06 run when you first fell in love with the Oilers. And when you hear that opening, does it take you back to that? Uh, you can text us on the Ashley Pine Floors text line 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for, informa- uh, for more information. You know what? The bottom line is this. Again, you can text us 780-496-0063. One of the greatest what coulda, shoulda stories in Oilers history. What would have happened if Dwayne Rolson had stayed healthy? I don't think Edmonton lose both of the opening two games of that playoff series in uh, Carolina. I will tell you, I was in Carolina for game five. I did not expect Edmonton to find a way to win that game, and they did with Fernando Pisani. The performance in game six was awesome if you were in the building. The building was shaken. It was rocking. The fans were stoked. The last minute literally brought tears to your eyes in terms of how long it was. Uh, you know, the ovation was, how loud the ovation was for the Oilers, how they closed it out. That team in 05-06, they took us on a hell of a run. And it showed, and, and I I'm, I remember Daily Doug calling into my old show saying, Bob, this might end up costing the Oilers because there will be a belief that you just have to get in. And the reality is you get in on a more consistent basis when you have top-end players. And if the Oilers try to, you know, be a team that's seven and eight and felt you know, often you end up ninth and tenth in those situations and then you end up missing out on the top end guys. Well, the orders went into a prolonged, uh, some would call it the decade of darkness, but they ended up with a lot of top end picks. It would be awesome if the Edmonton Oilers and the Carolina Hurricanes could get back. It's not out of the realm of possibilities. Many people think Carolina's got the best built team in the National Hockey League in the Eastern Conference. I think some things would have to go right uh, for Edmonton. Right now, it looks like Calgary might be a little bit ahead of the Oilers. Doesn't mean they're going to be ahead of them come crunch time. Uh, Colorado's still got a very good team. Vegas looks like they're back. Uh, Edmonton really hasn't got completely to their game yet. I liked what we saw in the third period against Buffalo the other night. Again, you can text us 780 on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com. Our top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy legacy heating and cooling. We will tell you that uh, Dylan Holloway is out for Edmonton. We could see the Oilers load up their top six. That's kind of how the game ended against Buffalo, where they went with McDavid, Kane, and Yamamoto, and they moved Ryan Nugent Hopkins up with Dreisaitl and Zach Hyman, and it resulted in uh, Ryan McLeod centering um, Warren Fogle and Yessa Poliarvi. With Holloway out, it's an automatic that Derek Ryan comes back in and Edmonton remains 
at 11 and 7. Let's head into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct work where specialized to work with your business, outfit your crew from head to toe in Edmonton and in Fort McMurray. Speaking of Fort McMurray and Northern Alberta, I just want to send out a special shout-out again to all the people that helped us yesterday with their live on location uh, in uh, White Court. It was a great part to to be uh, a chance to celebrate oil country, and we look forward to doing that once a year, going to satellite communities that support, um, you know, and have great passion for the Edmonton Oilers. All right, Jay Woodcroft had this to say on building upon a strong third period against the Buffalo Sabres. We haven't played a full 60 minutes yet, uh, not to our capability. We've had good spurts, good periods of play. Uh, that third period's one of them. Um, I think when you take a little bit of a macro view on those three games, you realize that we've played it in essentially three one-goal hockey games. Um, you look for patterns um, and you try and find areas that can improve and certainly um, you know we're not sitting where we'd like to be uh, but there there's been a lot of real good teachable moments there and we're we're going to need to be better as I said against one of the the league's best teams here tonight all right uh, we're already getting responses by the way uh, to our topic about that 06 playoff run and the song that opened things up this text out of Edmonton says that song brings me back big time I was in the building for game six amazing I had a single uh, seat to get in and sat there for about 20 minutes after the ovation looked over at another guy at my age at the age of 27 and we were both just sort of staring at the ice in amazement. I thought we were winning the cup for sure. What a run. That one comes to us from Millwoods. Mike, I remember Oilers players coming back after they had showered and changed and looking back on the ice after. And I, you know what? I, I remember talking about this with Ethan Morrow, who's currently running Notre Dame's hockey program um, out of Wilcox, Saskatchewan. And he, and he said point blank. He, went, he wanted to soak in the moment one more time. Again, you can text us. Um, this texture says, Bob, that music just doesn't sound hockey. Well, it worked. It worked at that time in that place back. Uh, Andrew Cito out of Nelson, B.C. says, Bob, I'm a big fan of Dougie Wade era, late 1990s as a young boy, but 2006 was the most special run I was ever a part of. I was living in a houseboat at the time as a young man. We had some epic Oilers parties watching the games in there. Pisani, baby. That one comes to us from Andrew Cito. Uh, you know what? The media went pretty hard in 06. I remember that as well. <laughs> it wasn't just the fans. You can text us at 780-496-0063. We'll work some of those more in there. Back in the orders now. Audio Vault. Jack Campbell does start a goal. And Jay Woodcroft expects the orders to battle for their guardian tonight. Jack is a very endearing teammate, and uh, I think I've said this before, I think uh, the team plays hard for Jack, and we should expect a good response, not only from him personally, but from the team. Carolina comes in with a record of 3-0. and They're the best defensive team in the NHL. They've only given up one goal per game in the first three games of the year. Excellent penalty killing at 91.7 uh, this season. They've been top five in penalty killing the last couple of years. Real good face-off team, which always concerns me as well. Here's Jay Woodcroft on the strengths of the Hurricanes. I think you just have an understanding of um, you know team tactics obviously change with whoever the opponent you're you're going up against but uh, they got some special special individuals there and you pay attention to what individual characteristics are as well and as I said we uh, we got one of the game's elite teams coming into our building tonight I'm confident that we're going to be ready for them. 
Meanwhile, Jack Campbell gets the call tonight. He had this to say in the importance of the next few games. Yeah, I mean, the, the key to that is just focusing on today. And um, I know it's cliche, but, I mean, we're playing some good teams. And the only way to take care of business is by focusing on today. And uh, we got a big test tonight, and I think the boys will be ready. And Campbell out of these thoughts and regaining focus after a couple days off. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot of hockey. Uh, still so much to be played. And you never want to have a tough night or lose a game, but sometimes it happens. And uh, we're just ready to meet the challenge tonight against a great team and get out there and have some fun. You can always count on Zach Hyman's work rate. You know it's going to be there. He's an industrious player that's willed himself to the National Hockey League. He's also a former teammate of Jack Campbell's in Toronto. And he had this to say on Campbell's mental approach. He's a guy who's been around for a while and, and ha hasn't had the most you know, orthodox path to being a number one goalie. So he's been through you know, ups and downs of, of trying to become an NHL goalie and then trying to become a backup and then trying to become a starter and now you know becoming a, a full-time starter and, and one of the best in the league. So I think you know he's been able to find that balance of you know when you meet him, he's just uh, this really nice guy, just uh, so friendly. And then when you're on the ice with him, you see how competitive he is and, and how much he pushes himself and wants to be uh, the best version of himself. So uh, excited to uh, to have him in that tonight and be going up against Freddie, who we're, we're both uh, good buddies with and well aware of. So it'll be a, a fun game. And uh, Hyman also added some additional perspective on what Carolina's identity is. No matter if you're playing against their first line or their fourth line, you know exactly how they're going to play. They play hard. They make um, few mistakes. They have an elite defensive end. they got a great goalie in Freddie. Uh, and they just come at you in waves. So I think uh, they're a great team um, to play against for us, to you know, to just go against that level of consistency every every shift. You know, you have to do it the right way. You can't can't cheat or, uh, or think it's going to be easy because uh, that's a team that, that works every shift and uh, they have an elite penalty kill as well. So um, good test for us. This is a real good team. The Oilers need to be ready to go right from the get-go. Here is Zach Hyman on starting with a higher compete level. There's been times in, in the games where it's been really good and then times where it hasn't. So I think it's about finding that rhythm and being able to play a full 16. It starts with the, you know, the first 10 minutes. And I talked about a little bit when you're down in the game, you know, the rhythm of the game changes, the lines can change, things like that. So I think for us, it's just going out there and, and starting on time and making sure that we you know, have an impact on the game early, we bear down early, and then hopefully get a lead and then can kind of go from there. All right, uh, there you go. And, boy, people are... Uh, bringing it in terms of similar 2006 uh, uh, moments. Uh, this texter says, look, I love the Oilers, but until they solve their cap issues and bring in an enforcer or two, we are not even close to the top teams. 2006 had tons of toughness and grit in the great George LaRock. Uh, don't you remember that? Uh, yeah, George played the first four games of that Stanley Cup final, and the Oilers uh, decided to go a different route. But they had lots of guys uh, that were willing to drop them. In fact, several of whom, including the likes of Steve Stales and Ethan Morrow, spent a lot of the Detroit series reminding uh, Brendan Shanahan that the Oilers had about five guys to deal with them. You can text us on the Ashley Pine Flores text line. This texter says, I lived in Edmonton for two years. One was for the 06 run. It's uh, It was an incredible time, and it's how I remember uh, Edmonton as a result of it. Well, that would be a, a, an awesome time. Uh, this texture, well, this is actually really cool. Uh, it, it comes to us 
out of Fort, he goes, I organized a Lumberman's Golf Tournament in Fort Nelson, B.C. We had 144 participants at our little uh, nine-hole golf course. As an Oiler fan, I had uh, a furniture place donate a big screen TV and satellite system set up so we could uh, play game six. Not one person left the deck. It was one of the most dominant games I've ever watched. Uh, it was a special moment to say the least. So it was good, man. It was real good. There's no question about it. It was an awesome time, and still one of the the, the, the woulda coulda stories in terms of what woulda happened. If, reality is, you know what? Carolina had a good team uh, then. They got a good team now. The Oilers want to be consistently good, like Carolina's been for the last couple of years. When we come back. We'll get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing. And time permitted, we might play a little bit of trivia as well for Ming Shine. 12-22, you're listening to Oilers now. All right, welcome back, everybody. It is currently 12-24. Bob Stoffer, Derek Scott, Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now. And we, at this time, are going to go into NHL today. For friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist, head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. There is a grand total of 12 games tonight in the National Hockey League. Anaheim is in Boston. Nashville, meanwhile, visits Columbus. Vancouver Canucks looking for their first win of the season against the Minnesota Wild team that has given up north of six goals per game. Canucks are 0-3-1. Arizona coming off a victory over the Leafs. They are in Montreal. San Jose at the New York Rangers. Washington Capitals visit Ottawa. L.A. Kings meet the Pittsburgh Penguins. Dallas Stars are in Toronto. Winnipeg coming off an impressive overtime victory last night in Colorado. Take on the Vegas Golden Knights. The Flames are in hosting the Buffalo Sabres. Calgary does not leave the province of Alberta for the month of October. And the New Jersey Devils are at the New York Islanders. Uh, what else we got? Uh, last night, Bakersfield Condors two goals from Michael Kessel. And he's got three uh, in three games for uh, Kessel Ring. So good start of the season for him. They end up uh, knocking off. Who did they play last night? They played Henderson. That's Vegas' farm team by a score of 4-3. They're 2-0-1 in the season. They play Tucson, Arizona's farm team, on Saturday night. The Baker, That's the Bakersfield Condors. The Edmonton Oil Kings 1-7-1 after a, a tough trip to the U.S. Uh, they play Prince Albert uh, tomorrow night here at Rogers Place. Again, that is NHL today. The Alberta Golden Bears are the number one team in the country. Meanwhile, are in Saskatoon. Former Oiler Ian Herbers, their head coach or Oiler player and coach Ian Herbers will join us on tomorrow's show, the Friday edition of Oilers Now. So there you go. That is NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. At this time, we go into the game day lineup report for McGuire Financial. Don't let your financial future be a mystery. For a free consultation, visit uh, mcguirefinancial.ca. Now, not set in stone. The Edmonton Oilers had an OPT today. It was interesting. Evander Kane out there uh, working on some one-touches around the net. Could see McCain. Uh, McDavid with Kane and Yamamoto. Connor McDavid, by the way, one goal in nine career games, minus five against Carolina. This team's done a good job on them. Uh, we finished up with Nugent Hopkins with Drysettle and Zach Hyman on the second line. Drysettle, six goals and 14 points in 12 games against Carolina. Uh, what else? Uh, could have Fogel. And Pugliarvi, Flank, and McLeod. That's kind of how we got to the other night. And then Shore and Derek Ryan in, of course, Dylan Holloway out. On defense, 7-D. Nurse and CC Kulak and Barry will likely be paired a fair amount together. Marcus Niemelainen played 6:45 the other night. I expect him to play more. Oilers got to get to Pugliarvi, dash four, first three games. Hasn't got a point. And Evan Bouchard, dash four, first three games. Get those guys going a bit. Jack Campbell starts in goal. One and one of five. 
3.98 goals against average, 8.51 save percentage. Obviously had the tough start against the Flames the other night, but uh, did help Edmonton uh, hang around in a victory over the Vancouver Canucks. Carolina Hurricanes expected to roll with Sebastian Ajo, 37 goal scorer last year, with Tavo Taravainen, who had 65 points, and Seth Jarvis. He went 13th, one pick before Dylan Holloway at the Portland Winterhawks, and yes, he was going to be the Oilers' pick had uh, he uh, fallen to 14. Jesperi Kokaniemi with Andrei Svechnikov. Svechnikov last year, uh, 30 goals, almost 70 points, and a guy having a real good start is uh, Martin Natchez player the Oilers liked in the 2017 draft. He went 12th overall. Oilers got Yamamoto 22nd. Eric Stahl with Paul Stashney and Jesper Fast. It'll be Derek uh, Steppen with Jordan Mark, local product, and Stefan Nason. This is a deep team with a lot of experience. Their top four is as good as anybody. Jacob Slavin with Brett Burns, who spent the last 11 seasons with the San Jose Sharks. Brady Shea, who high-stick Connor McDavid, knocking him out of the game last year. Uh, McDavid couldn't get back on the ice during an Oilers uh, four-man power or four-minute power play. Uh, Brady Shea with Brett Pesci, very good pairing. Those guys are a combined plus 13 through their first three games this season. Calvin DeHaan with Jalen Chatfield will be the third pairing, which means Ethan Bear will be a healthy scratch for the fourth consecutive game in a row. Frederick Anderson will start. He's 2-0 this year with the goals against average of 1 and a 9.64 save percentage. Uh, three homegrown first-round picks for Carolina, eight homegrown first-round picks for the Oilers. Ten players, 30-plus for the Hurricanes, if you include Max Pacioretty, who's going to be out to start the year. Don't forget, they're going to add him at some point. Carolina is uh, their their cap situation next year, 13 signed players, $54 million. Pacioretty, Jake Gardner, both on LTIR right now. Stahl, uh, Freddie Anderson, Antti Ranta, Jesper Fast, uh, uh, Stashny all come off of the books. They're going to be in a great position next season. Obviously, they'll have the money to re-sign Freddie Anderson.